Like I, I hated that. Oh, you know, should we just should we just start the, before we start talking? Yeah, let's do. We got to do some sort of an intro though. I started reading the Michael J. Fox biography. That's cool. Yeah, it's cool seeing Michael J. Fox on the movie poster and realize that when he was doing that, he was like twenty three years old, yeah. um, and now he's fifty nine. Yeah, he's an he's an old guy, but he's been living with Parkinson's since, you know, like I was in high school and he's done so much to move it forward. It's a really interesting book. I'm fascinated by biographies of people who I admired when I was growing up, which is cool because all of those actors from like the 80s and the 90s are going to be writing biographies because you get a certain age and you write a book. Mm -hmm. Do you think you'd ever write a book about yourself? I think I would let someone write one about me, hmm. if that makes sense. But yeah. I feel like me personally would struggle with writing a book. So you you would have a tell, like somebody could write a biography about you, but you wouldn't do an autobiography. You wouldn't write it yourself. No. I would make sure that, that like it was all accurate and true, though. You could write a book of poems. I'm not very poetic. I know I'm that like, I'm um, not very good at poems. I know that Halsey just released a book of poetry. She was on a podcast I was listening to. Pretty interesting. She's young. She's only like 26 years old. And she just released it. Because songwriters are poets. Yeah. You know? If you can write a poem, you can probably write a song and vice versa. So, mm -hmm. I don't know. It seems good luck's finally on my side. Welcome back to Corn Talks. I'm Emma and Tuss. I am Brandon Tuss. What's going on? Well, that was pretty fast. Yeah. I, I kind of cut you off that a little was, bit yeah, there at the beginning. Did. I don't know. I'm kind of um, aggressive. Uh, maybe aggressive. No, I was just saying before we went to tape that every time I turn around, Jack is right there. Like he is attached to me. It's almost like that scene from Peter Pan where he has to catch his shadow. You know when he has to yeah. sew it back on in the in the Peter Pan cartoon? Everywhere I go, Jack is there. Like if I go to drop a deuce, he's right there. If I go there, I shut the bathroom door, he's right there when I come out. Like everywhere I go, right now he's underneath our feet as we're trying to record. And I and I love him very much, but at the same time, he gets stepped on at least twice or three times a week. And I don't like the sound he makes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I hate that. Yeah. But anyways, as he shows you his buttocks. Yeah. Yeah. He's just stretching. So how are you today, Emma? I woke up really early for a Zoom call that lasted 10 minutes. Could have been in an email, but it wasn't. And then I did, like, five hours of assignments. I did, like, two different things on, a ho like, on um, like, horses and how to select the right horse for you and, like... A lot of horse stuff today. I was horsing around. Quite Can a bit. you think of anything more efficient than online school? Yeah. Currently, like your time, and I get that you're 17, so probably nobody gives two rips about you. Right. <laughs> but your time is just as valuable as my time is. As a 46 year old man, comparing to a 17 year old woman, our time is equally valuable. Would you not agree? Yeah. And the fact that you are scheduled to get up to sit through 
an entire, what is an hour, hour and a half class, right. and it's only 10 minutes that could have been done in an email, yeah. that would drive me bananas. Yeah, and if you're not there, you're absent. <laughs> See, that to me is, I just don't understand. I mean, I get that it's not easy, and teachers listening to this, please don't take this as a knock. I do not envy what you have to go through during this global pandemic. However, I think that if you're going to commit to being in an online class, then you should do it the entire time. Well, honestly, I don't want to do the entire time. Like, I I think it's it's fine that they're short. I think it's great, but it's just the facts that I have to wake up for them for nothing. Like, I I think having a short a shorter class better than a longer class, but still, it's like it could have been an email is the problem. Yeah, well, and plus, from our previous episode, you know, pulling an all-nighter is something you have done in the past, and you probably would have stayed up later had you known that you didn't have class this morning. Right, yeah. So, no, I get it. I just, I don't know. I I used, that used to happen in college, and when it would happen, like, you'd show up to class, and the teacher would be like, hey, sorry, I got to dip out, uh, canceling class. You would get excited because you're like, oh, sweet, I got a whole hour, hour and a half, I don't have to worry about it. But now, if I was you know, doing the work and wanted to get there and was all focused on being there and then the plans changed last minute. Yeah. That's when I struggle. Well, I mean, there's this thing I remember, like when there's this there's this like law apparently that all the kids talk about if like if you go to class and your teacher is not there and they're not there for fifteen minutes, you get to go home is a mm. thing apparently. Sure. And I remember one day, like my teacher, my first block teacher, Ms. Cotner, she got in a car accident. Oh, Jesus. And she, like, seriously messed up her hip. And she had a cane. And she was walking to class. And we were all standing outside the door for 15 minutes. And everyone was like, okay, guys, time to go. We can go home. And I'm like, go where, though? It's first block. It's literally yeah, 9 in the morning. Yeah, you have three other blocks left it's in that day. It's 9 in the morning. What do you mean? And it's like, they're coming. Wait. But, and she yeah. she got in an accident and came to school the same day? I don't think so. I oh think my it was God. like the week okay. the day, like weekend, okay. and then it was. I was going to say that is commitment right there. Yeah, and then another time, like her car broke, she took an Uber to school, and the Uber was late. There was a lot going on with Miss Cotner. Oh man, she was the best English teacher though, because I got like a ninety nine in her class. I was thriving. Welcome she was, back, Cotner. Yeah, she actually quit when oh. on, when online school began. She quit. Oh well, you know so. why? Because she didn't want to waste anybody's time. Yeah, for her very first year at the school, she quit. She's still alive, right? Oh, uh, I assume so. Well, I don't know. Let's see. She got into an accident. She had to take an Uber. Like, who knows? She yeah. sounds like she's born under a very difficult star. I feel like a lot of teachers have problems come in mass amounts all at once. Yeah. They, they can tend to be a, a difficult lot. And I can say that because I was one of them for 11 years. Do you remember me being a teacher very much? I, I remember like one part, like two parts about it. Yeah. I remember you had a drawer at your desk full of little toys. And candy. And candy. That was cool. I remember I grabbed the the fat pig from Chicken Little toy from oh, McDonald's. Yeah. Remember, and I took it home, I think, and I wasn't supposed to maybe. And then I remember one time like your school was having like a party or something. Oh, yeah. We had a little dance off. Yeah. And there was like limbo and yeah. I was doing it. And the, they, they said that I was out, but I didn't touch that. I didn't touch it. Yeah, that's me. not cool. They should have known that because I was who I was, that you should have won that automatically. Yeah, Because you got to keep up. the king happy, I'm just saying. That was messed up, though. I, was, I got so pissed. I was like, Dad, they counted me out. And you were like, okay. So I'm like, yeah. Well, Let's go get something. you some candy. Do something. I know. That would have involved conflict, and that is something Ugh. I do not participate no, no, in. No, 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 no. Yeah. So, yeah, Especially well, as a teacher. today was a day. I'm with you. I'm kind of mushy today. I'm kind of a little bit of a... 
brain fried without the weed, I guess I w- we would say. I would, I would say my brain is pretty soupy. Yeah, so soupy brain. So let's talk a little bit about that. Let's have that be our topic today, and we'll just kind of riff off of what that means to have soupy brain. And I don't know what causes it, but for me, I just feel like I'm having a hard time completing a sentence. Yeah, I think for me right now, it's like a, a combination of maybe like dehydration, sleep deprivation, oh. also coming off of a majorly stressful couple of days. Yeah. Having my eyes be as bad as they were. Yeah, that's true. Like, like you've got a lot was, on your mind. That was incredibly stressful. I like I ha- I haven't felt stressed like that because that was really affecting it in my everyday life. Yeah. Not being able to see, right? Right. Like I went to the eye doctor yesterday and he was like, Oh wow. Yeah, like your my, prescription, my prescription changed. prescription changed by a whole number. Drastically. Drastically. And usually like I've gone probably 10, 15 years without it changing an right. entire number. And then there was this complication with having a rough cornea that had been developing for years and years, and we had no idea. And then, and then diseases are changing, and symptoms are changing, and like it, it doesn't burn anymore, but I can't see. And like the stress about going to work, especially, stresses me out a lot. Well, you, first of all, you should never feel stressed about going to work because we're happy to drive you there. Now, I know that doesn't help you much with your cornea when you're at. Right, because you still have to see, you still have to be able to help yeah. people and and use the point of sale system. But if it's the driving part, we've got you covered. We will be your Uber until it's corrected. But did you want to share with the listeners what you're going to be doing with your with your cornea? Well, I'm going to see a cornea specialist. I forgot the doctor's name, but he's a, he's apparently a very acclaimed gentleman, and he he might he like changes like cities. He he hops back from different eye cares. Um, but he's going to do a topography on mm-hmm. my cornea and check for any rough edges. And if it's terrible, he might um, he might recommend a hard contact. If it's not, maybe just some medication. Like, we'll see. But right now, I can see six times better than I could yesterday. That's great. It's miraculous. Yeah. Well, the good thing is this. And I did a little research last night because I was very, I was very worried when, when I first heard from mom, because anytime you start throwing around the word specialist, it gets a little bit stressful, but I started doing some research and it's fairly common and it's actually common for young people between the ages of like 10 and 25. And what happens is, is the cornea sort of becomes misshapen and it it becomes like a cone structure that sticks off of your eye. And usually it can be corrected. Um, and it usually goes away with either medication or a special contact lens. Um, and the worst case scenario is a cornea transplant, which sounds scary, but cornea transplants happen all the time. So it's actually the worst case scenario is not as bad as one would think. Right. Because, you know, you use your eyes every day of your life. I need them. You need them. So you should get, you should get the best for them. Same with the ears, same with the nose, you know, same with your legs. Like you use these parts of your body all the time and you want them to be working at an optimal level. Right. So, yeah, but that's, I mean, that is definitely something that could weigh on you, especially, and, and whenever you have a big... Whether it's like you, you're stressed or you've got a big decision that you have to make yeah. or you're uneasy about something and anxious, that really brings down the battery meter it and does. it causes your brain to be mushy. It does. Like the yesterday, um, it was eating me up. Like it really was. Like it was just, it was like a, I was on the, like the, that brink of a panic attack all day long. And that is a terrible feeling for those who who know what that is. Like it is a like, like scared, panicky, like what can I do? Like I couldn't sit still excited. I couldn't I couldn't do my schoolwork. I couldn't see my 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 computer screen. Like I was just so stressed and 
my my nails. I can always tell from stress when I have no nails left, and I have no nails. Oh, left. you bit them off. They my skin was bleeding around them. I was too stressed. So I couldn't I couldn't keep my fingers out of my mouth. I was so stressed. Yeah, if you let your monkey mind get on top of you, it yeah. gets very very difficult to get off. And you can try any sort of mindfulness, and a lot of times none of that stuff will work. Oh yeah, it doesn't. It, work. You just really have to hold the truth up to what the situation is, and what can you control in the moment. Um, and once that subsides, then hopefully you can go on about your day, but it still makes you just tired. You probably slept for 14 hours, you know, I mean, if you can get to sleep, once you get to sleep, you're good to go, but there's other issues with, with that too. Yeah. For me, I think it's, I don't know what it is. I didn't make a lot of decisions today. I just feel, and you know, you brought up something interesting that I think may be the culprit. I feel like I'm dehydrated. Yeah. You know, I noticed that the last couple of weeks I've kind of cut back my coffee intake mm-hmm. and this week I've been sneaking a little half a cup here, half a cup there in the morning. And I believe that's what it is. You know, I, at first I thought it was like low testosterone because males, when oh. you get a certain age, you get low testosterone and that's a common thing. And you can, there's all sorts of things you can do. You can take pills, you can take shots to bring up your testosterone to give you more virility in your life. And I feel like, I was getting to that place where, oh my God, something's definitely wrong. But then I just cut back a little bit of caffeine and I totally leveled myself off. I was fine. But this week, like I said, I've been loving the taste of coffee because it's so cold in the morning. So I started not snitching, but I started taking a little bit extra, maybe a half a cup here, Uh uh, half a cup there. And I haven't been replacing it with water and that has been kicking my butt. So I think you might've just solved my conundrum. Well, I love to solve problems. That makes me feel very good. But I think maybe that's my problem, too. I haven't had enough water or food today to balance out the amount of coffee that I had this morning. Yeah. For my To get through my online class. <laughs> yeah, it's true. See, isn't it all comes back yeah, around, doesn't uh, it? Yeah, we... I think the good news is there's only, you know, like one more sleep until pizza night, which I love. Oh, my pizza God. Night, pizza, pizza night's tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, yes. Don't you... You love pizza night, too, right? Oh, my God. I hope we never lose our affinity. So this started about six weeks ago. <laughs> this this makes me not brain mushy, because I know I can depend on this. Right. For the last month and a half, we have set aside Friday nights, which is when this podcast drops, it's Friday. So Friday nights have been our make-your-own-pizza night. And we do it very, very, you know, like, heart-healthy, meaning we use these cauliflower crusts. We get only the finest San Marzano tomato sauce. We get these amazing cold cuts from our local butcher, who's our best friend, Mm -hmm. because their meats are out of this world. We shred our own manchego cheese because every one of us is dairy-free. And then we bake them to a crisp in that oven. And then we sit in front of the tube and watch whatever show's on. You guys do. Usually I just eat by myself well then you know what you could do you could propose a film that we could all watch and we could sit down and watch it movies are long i don't got time for that well let's watch a half an hour episode of some sort of cartoon or something well i didn't know that was even an option it's always an option we just want to spend time with you if you would just say hey why don't we sit and watch the apple tv screensaver okay let's do that i like the apple screensaver i know we're watching it right now looks like they're flying over the desert yeah then you touch it and it tells you what it is. Ooh, so we're flying Arab, over United Arab Emirates. Ooh, the UAE, United Arab Emirates. Yeah, this is really this is really riveting for people on an yeah. audio podcast yeah. to hear us talking about images they cannot see. So we apologize. I remember way back when, like MYOP night was 
all the time. But that was a time when we had the real pizza. You oh, know we what I mean? were yeah, we were all fat. And that was that was <laughs> great. Yeah, that was when I was a little kid. I didn't gain weight. I know. I know. Or have acne. We're so weight focused. It's crazy. Do you think that might weigh on you too when you talk about being brain, you know, brain oh, tired? Absolutely. I think know. I know for a fact that like my body would feel better if I had the serotonin boost of like some freaking cake or something, but I can't. All I can have is water. Or maybe some meat. There's other ways to get serotonin boost, though. There's other ways to get, you know, to boost that adrenaline in your body. Is there anything more satisfying and simple than just eating? Rob a bank. That's <sighs> a lot of work. That's Didn't true. Have stuff to do. You can drive the getaway car. I don't like driving. It's scary. We've already got the masks for COVID. All we need is a gun. That's true. And a pillowcase. Oh, Jesus. To put all the money in. Oh. Oh, do you think I was going to wrap somebody's head in it? Well, no, usually candy goes in the pillowcase. Like oh, yeah. <laughs> you, know we, you know, that's a good idea. Let's go trick-or-treating. Today. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Let's just go door-to-door trick-or-treating. So what would be some things that you could do? Let's just, um, let's play hypothetical now. We, you and I are both like brain tired, right? We're kind of yeah. mushy. We got mush brain. Mm-hmm. What are some things that we could do that would sort of bring us out of it in a healthy way? Like you did say, hey, I could eat, you know, like uh, uh, two giant uh, Reese's cups or I could have, uh, you know, five cups of, of uh, Red Bull or whatever, oh, bottles of Red, you know, what are some things that it would be healthy and fun that you could do to snap yourself out of your brain tiredness? Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give into it and just take a shower and then do my hair. Yeah, that usually Ooh. that usually is what. What about like a bubble bath? Well, Would that the help? thing is that baths they make my head really hurt after I'm done. Yeah, because you're I, sitting up. And then I'm up. no longer efficient anymore. Like if I take a shower, and because my hair, I gotta be honest, is not an easy task to do. It takes a long time. But usually I'll get, I'll get in the shower and I'll get out. Well, usually actually, what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna wash my face first, then take a shower, and mm. then I'm gonna get out, blow dry my hair. And then, um, and then I like put on a show or a movie, or I'll just listen to people talk. And then I can like I do it, and it's like I get to focus on one singular thing and not and complete that thing. Right. So your brain works linear, like my brain works, in that you're you've got a task, you work on the task, you complete the task, you go on to the next task. So by yeah. you washing your face, check done. Washing your body and doing your hair, done. Sitting down, watch, getting in your comfy PJs and right. watching a movie, done. Like you can check like, things like off. Wearing, wearing your favorite like hoodie, like I have mine. This is my favorite. It's so soft and comfy. Is that your so champion warm. hoodie? Yes, it's the freaking champion. super expensive, really soft one I got last for Christmas. But it's like putting on a nice pair of clothes. And you know what? I you know what I stand by literally. Hmm. I don't know why, but if I'm ever sad. I will put makeup on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> just to feel good? Just for myself. Yeah, totally. 100%. Like people who are like, who will get ready and like wear a cute outfit and like make themselves dinner and then take it all off and go to bed. I, I respect that. 100%. And I understand that completely. Absolutely. I Sometimes. Totally get have it. you ever heard the phrase fake it till you make it? Uh, I do all the time. Now, I know there's a lot of people that don't necessarily agree with that concept, but bear with me. If you're feeling a certain way, you've got to sort of shock yourself out of that. Like, I liken it to when I was working from home early COVID and I was out of my routine and I wasn't getting dressed and I wasn't showering and I wasn't keeping myself clean. If if I would have just got up and did my normal routine and got dressed and put on my shirt and my tie and my vest and even went upstairs to go to my office, my home office, that is enough to sort of remember you're worth it. You're worth it to put those things on, right? Yeah, and I I think... Looking pretty for yourself is incredibly important. 
I mean, I used to make fun of people when they would do it to go to the gym, but it's the same concept. Oh, right, yeah. You know, maybe they, they just want to look pretty when they go to the gym because there's mirrors everywhere in the gym. Exactly. And confidence is a major part of exercise, too, I think. Yes, like, it is. If I don't want to go exercise if I don't feel like I look good. True. That, that freaks me out, and that makes me want to work out less. It's true. So what do you do? You do something for yourself. Like, I think that's very important when it comes to brain mush for me. Like, I sometimes when I'm in school for a long time and I need a freaking break, I will I will walk around my room. I'll walk around. I'll, like, I'll do a fun new hairstyle. I'll braid my hair. I'll, like, I'll do my eyebrows or something. I'll put, like, little sparkles on my eyes. Like, I'll just do something, and it really boosts me in energy. And then I'll go back to work and I'm, I feel pretty and happy and fine. Like yeah. it's, it's, yeah. That's how I, that's how I am too. I mean, for me, whenever I'm sort of like brain tired and just need a break, um, I try not to read as much unless it's like a magazine that has pictures because I'm not going to retain any of the information I read. Right. Cause my brain is just overloaded. So what I'll do is I'll, I'll put on something that's going to make me laugh. Like, I'll use The Office as an example. The American Office, the television series that's on Netflix currently, and it'll eventually move probably right. over to Peacock uh, because it's an NBC product. Mm -hmm. But I have watched that every single year for probably the last five or six years, cover to cover. And I enjoy it because... It, it doesn't tell a story. I mean, it tells a story, but you can bounce around to different episodes. And I just want to laugh. I think for me, laughter really helps me when I'm brain tired because it doesn't require a lot of thinking to find something humorous. Because mm -hmm. I have, you know, I kind of have like that, that young child's mentality when it comes to laughter. And it's usually the stupidest things make me laugh the most. Right. You know, like throwing on a YouTube video and watching somebody rack themselves on a skateboard is funny yeah. to me. I don't like that people probably got hurt in the making of that video, but it's funny when someone falls off a horse or it's funny yeah. when, when someone just trips and falls and, you know, does something crazy. Like laughing to me, it requires no thought and I can just zero in and just get a good chuckle. And then it releases those those chemicals in your body that yeah. make you feel good. Well, I like to watch TikTok because I when I when I watch TikTok, I really truly feel like very much safe. I don't feel alone when I'm watching TikTok because Everyone on there is like, well, not everyone, but mostly it's a lot of kids my age, like 17, 18, 19. And they're struggling too in online school. They're all the same issues as me, but they're laughing about it. And it makes me feel like I'm less alone in this. It's your high school musical. You're all in this together. Yeah. And I, it makes me feel a lot better. I remember like feeling like panicked about maybe college or ACT or are my grades good enough? Am I good enough to get into, and get into college at all? And I'll go on there and everyone's like, I don't know, man, I'm just living my life. And there's so many different ways to live your life. And that's an important thing to think about too. That's true. Like, you, you know? Yeah. I mean, TikTok is great for that. Can you believe I've been like two months without social media? That's crazy. It's amazing. I freaking love it. I don't know if I'll, I, I shouldn't say I'll never go back. I've been feeling a pull to get back on Instagram because I know that you post things and Bailey posts things and I like to follow certain hashtags like Montana or Norway mm -hmm. or Glacier Park. Um, but I just had to get off of it because of all the negativity that was going yeah. on out there. So for me, for my brain health, and you talk about brain mush, um, there's a lot of people who can scroll mindlessly. Um, and I think really what did it did me in, but I kind 
kind of started this before I watched The Social Dilemma, um, that Netflix documentary, but it really got me to a place where I don't need this in my life. Is this making me a better person by scrolling down and seeing which of my friend posted their foods or, you know, which person hates this person or trolling this other person? Right. And I've been away from it for so long. It's been kind of nice, um, but there are parts of it that I do miss. But for brain health, you know, I think that's kind of goes along with the theme of, you know, how we handle brain mush is brain health. It starts there, you know, to have a healthy brain, you've got to be putting things in front of it that are pleasing, whether it's, you know, reading a book or whether it's watching an educational show or like mom loves watching that show, Tiny World on Uh Apple, which is basically all these little amazing creatures and how they film these things is so beautiful and riveting. It just, it, it makes me happy. I like to watch baking videos, like people oh. making bread and like watching it rise in the oven or like just like really aesthetic kitchens. Like, because I personally, I can't eat it, but I can watch it being True. made. And that is like, that gives me something out of it. It's like those satisfying videos, you know, yeah. watching like go on YouTube and just type in satisfying. Oh, you know what else actually recently? I've been really getting into nail art. Like, like, like people do like acrylic nails that have like the powder and they, it's so satisfying. It glides on the nail just right and like they shape it and they file it and then it all, it's all these really cool colors and sparkles and like nice. multiple layers. It's very, very cool. Can you imagine a world without YouTube? Like, there are so many places you can go. Like, I was just thinking about um, makeup videos. Like, when you were learning how to do makeup, you would go on YouTube and watch videos. I know Bailey does that now. I know mom has done that, and she's a grown-ass woman. You know, you go there to learn about hairstyles. Yeah. Or clothes, too. Yeah, or like, like, you know, this coming weekend, you're going to be having your pictures taken for your yearbook, right? Yeah, senior pictures. Your senior pictures are coming up. So you could probably go on YouTube and find some interesting you know, like creative outdoor scenes that you're not even thinking of right now that you might want to add to your to your aesthetic for what you're going for. Yeah. Like it's just a, I mean, and it's funny because whether you're a young kid or someone like G-Rod, like G-Rod spends a ton of time on YouTube, mm-hmm. right? It's so cool because it hits everyone exactly where they're at. Yes, it's a, it's a search engine. Yes, it is. It gives you recommendations. It's got an algorithm. It puts things in front of you that right. AI says that you'll probably like. But the reality is, is there's some good stuff on there. And there if is. you, if ever I need to fix something around the house, that's where I go first. Like our garage door was acting mm-hmm. up. I went on YouTube. If something's wrong with the generator, I go on YouTube. Well, I think it's cool how like, well, sometimes it actually shocks me how there is some content that is free on YouTube. Like, like films? So sometimes I wonder, I wonder why YouTube is free for like certain things. Well. I know it's not, but like for, for creators who make like short films or really yeah. uh, really in-depth documentaries about things and it's free it's like geez and they get you know millions of views regardless but still like that that's someone making it for free that's true hoping it doesn't flop like, well and we pay cool. for youtube just to get the ads just get rid of the ads it's right. not much but we pay for it so just think of how many millions of people pay for ad free to youtube but the yeah. creators aren't getting that that exactly. goes to youtube exactly. but the beauty of youtube is if you put your stuff out there for free and people like it, then you can monetize your channel and make some money from it. And people have broken their into their industry because of YouTube. You know, you yeah. think of people like, you know, you think of people like a, a Justin Bieber, you know, who who really got his audience in YouTube and leveraged that into a record deal that sent him to the stratosphere. But you're right. Like it's an amazing place to go to get free content. 
Yeah. It's better than pirating it because I know that's another thing too. Yeah, and they get they get sponsorships and stuff, but if you're if you're like a a YouTuber that is that isn't super family friendly, you are not getting AdSense at all and that's That's sucks. true. That's true. And they yeah. change the rules all the time. So yeah. if you're making money on YouTube today, there's a possibility that next week you won't. So you right. really have to be mindful about how that works, but I think that all goes back to, you know, like respecting your brain and when your brain tells you you're tired, don't force it. Like, don't yeah. push it. Just let it be tired and do something that's sort of mindless that's going to help ease that transition because the reality is we are human beings with a lot going on in our lives, yeah. especially during the pandemic. We recently came out of the United States presidential election. We've got a change of power coming up. They're talking about closing down states from COVID. Jesus. It's already starting to happen. You've got Thanksgiving and things to be grateful for. Then you've got Christmas coming up and all these things that go around with that. So there's, it's very easy to get into what we call overwhelm and you just really need to take it a step at a time. Mm -hmm. So my insight, I think we can transition to insights now. My insight would be, if you're going to eat an elephant, you have to eat it one bite at a time. And that is a metaphor for take it step by step. Don't think too far ahead, because if you think too far ahead, you're going to cause a tremendous amount of overwhelm in your mind and you're going to shut down. If you're like me, you will shut down. And shutting down that's a bad place to be in because then you don't want to be around anybody and then you're saying hurtful things to the ones you love. So eat that elephant one bite at a time. Take those little incremental steps, plan, write a list, and check those lists off. Just like Emma was talking about, you know, I'm going to wash my face, then I'm going to take a bath, then I'm going to do my hair, then I'm going to put on my PJs and watch a movie. Like those are yeah. things you can check off. And God, that's satisfying to someone like myself when you just are going step by step. I think that's a really good insight, actually. I think my yeah. insight's going to be um, don't feel pressure to rush anything. I feel like there's a lot of pressure now to like, in online school, it's a lot of it to be like, go faster, 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 like get all your work done so quick. I feel like it's important to take a break and to just breathe. And I, I feel like um, this, the school system is not being very forgiving like they should be with the situation right now. Why do you think that is? I don't know why, but I feel like they should be a lot more understanding of the mental health that a lot of kids are experiencing well, right now. Well, tell like, the story about the kid that showed up for class like on the minute or a minute late. A minute late, yeah, to my math class, this girl got there so our class is at 150 and she came in at 151 and she was marked absent and she was like miss oh miss i shouldn't say her name miss blah blah, blah. miss miss miss, miss g. bixby miss g um am i am i like the class start early like i'm i'm here on time she's like well you're no you're late you're late you're you're late and she was like Re really like what time do you start like 150 and she's like, oh, but like, and she's like, yeah, it's, you're late. Hmm. Like she had, like they had this antagonizing, like just instead energy. of just, instead of just letting it go, she was right. feeding it. And instead of being like, you know, I get it. You're a minute. It's not like she came in 31 minutes. Yeah. Late. And she also is always attentive in class. I know this girl. Well, I'll tell you what, if I was a parent of that kid. I would have been Papa Bear in it and given a call to the office and been like, yeah. look, this is ridiculous. 
And like she is a job, she's a life. Like she's doing things too, Miss yeah. Miss. Ooh, what's her name again? Yeah, Miss G. Like be more understanding of us, please. Like we're all under immense pressure right now as seniors as well. I think that's the most challenging job that educators have to deal with, and I I contended with this as well. If something bad happens at home in the morning. I carry that into my work. It's hard to not, I'm not making excuses for her, but a lot of times we take it out on people and they're not the ones we should be taking it out on. We really need to stop and take a breath, especially for people who are influencing our, our next generation of people. I think that's why a lot of times, you know, I saw teachers who were just miserable and they just stayed because they got paid for it. Like I just hated that. And that's why I, I left. I don't like that. Um, that they're they don't care enough about this right now. Yeah. Like I f- I feel like math teachers should be more like knowledgeable about like how it's str- kids struggle in class yeah. in school. We're not even in school. Of course we're struggling, and I feel like you know we're all kind of failing. So why aren't you like? adjusting as well like why aren't you adjusting yeah you need to adapt like yes we understand you have curriculum yes we understand you have to get the kids from a to z over the course of you know two you know two quarters or a semester but this is one thing that i took a lot of pride in when i was a teacher and i granted i taught fifth graders so it's a different bag here but if there was something going on like if something was going on in the world and we were in the middle of math class i would stop and we would have a conversation about it we would have, it didn't have anything to do with math. And we would talk for 30, 35 minutes and blow through an entire math period and not talk anything about any any mathematical situation. Just so people, the little people in my class, those fifth graders could felt like they were being heard. I feel like your math teacher wasn't respectful of that because some BS was going on in her life and she decided to take it out on that poor kid for being a minute late. Let's be honest. And she, she is notoriously the worst teacher at the school. She's hard. Other on. other teachers have have called her that. And yeah. I know, I know like if I was a teacher and that was my reputation, I'd be heartbroken yes. as a teacher. That's that's like you put time and effort and you put money. Like you're that's your college. That's your career. Yes. And people don't like you that much. That would break my little heart. Yeah. Well, that's a, I think that's a good insight. I yeah. mean, I, th- I really feel like... All, all to bring it back together again. Yeah. Just take time and understand that like it's not your fault. And... You have to be flexible. Yeah, like this, adjust. like this pandemic, truthful, it's not going anywhere. Yes, I've heard rumors of a miracle drug by Pfizer and they're releasing it to a certain amount of people. But here's the thing we don't know what the side effects are yeah. to that. We don't know the long term effects. effects. Yeah, right? So we're in for the long haul. Adjust your expectations and be flexible. And I'm saying that to myself because I'm not the most flexible person. When things change in my life, I tend to spiral out of control. The truth is, is that you need to stop, take a breath, observe, and proceed mindfully. If you take the first letter of each one of those, it spells stop. Mm -hmm. So vision a stop sign. This is something I learned in therapy. Vision a stop sign. And that stop sign stands for stop, first and foremost. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Take a breath like a big, uh, observe, okay, like what's going on, and then proceed mindfully. Like I've made the observation. This is normally where I would yell at Emma for being an idiot and being mean to me, but I'm going to proceed mindfully because Emma had a bad day. Yeah. And I didn't mean to call you an idiot, but you know what I'm saying. But I'm trying to use you as an example. Like we have to observe our surroundings and we have to be able to adjust and realize that sometimes people just need to be heard and sometimes... 
you know, we need to adjust our expectations. And sometimes they just need some freaking space. Yes. I, I respect that. If I need space. Oh, I told you the day. I was like, please don't talk to me. You did. And I meant that in the most loving way possible. Please don't talk to me because I know for a fact that I am not in the right mood at all to be and talking. And for someone like me who's a big fan of woo, winning others over, when I hear don't talk, please don't talk to me, I don't hear you saying it lovingly. I hear you saying... Get out of my face. I do not like you. I don't want to be around which you. Which is not what I, my I know, which is ever. my, it's totally my filter and it's something I need to work on. It's what mom taught me. If I don't, if I don't want to talk, if I don't feel good, I'm going to tell you that I don't feel good. I'm not going to be like faking it. That I can't fake it anymore. I just can't do it. I love it. I, I think that is probably one of the best lessons you've ever gotten from your mom. Yeah, is Mama Steph is freaking Because amazing. she is the queen of, I need time. Yep. Communication. I need time and I need to do my thing. Yeah. And I need, I need me time. In conclusion, Steph is a goddess. Yes, she is. I love her so much. How long is this podcast going on? This over? is it. No, yeah, we're just, we're right on time. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening to us talk about Brain Mushy. I hope your brain's not too mushy. Especially on the weekend. I mean, we got a big weekend ahead yeah, of and us. Thanksgiving, then Black Friday. Yes. It's overwhelming. We got a couple banging episodes yeah. coming up next week. We're going to talk a little bit about gratitude, a little bit about Thanksgiving, and then, of course, got to get down on some Christmas shop and do some Black Friday action. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be great. So thank thank you sorry thank you all so much for listening we love all of our listeners and we will see you all on Monday bye Emma bye bye. <laughs>